you ready for retirement? Do you feel comfortable about your years of retirement? Many women don't feel ready or have some questions that need to be answered. Welcome to Women Seeking Blissful Retirement with Maria Lucasen. Many women don't feel ready or have some questions that need to be answered. Welcome to Women Seeking Blissful Retirement with Maria Lucasen. We've got some amazing guests and terrific ideas to make sure you are preparing and enjoying retirement. Now, here's your host, Maria Lucasen. Okay, good afternoon and welcome to today's show of Women Seeking Blissful Retirement at the Empowerment Channel of Voice America, the largest radio platform in the world of talk radio shows. Welcome to all our listeners in the U.S., in Canada, but also in Europe. I have seen listeners in Ireland, in Germany, the Netherlands, even listeners in China and Australia. Welcome anywhere you are and listening to this show live or as a recording, I'm so grateful that you are making time for you to find out more about the topic of retirement. It's my great pleasure to present this series of shows and bring subjects that will help you in planning and preparing for the next chapter in life. My name is Maria Lucassen, and I am excited besides talking with our guest experts on this week's topic. I also have inspiring wise women words, a quote of the week, a tip or resource for fast action takers. I want to start off with the affirmation for this week. An affirmation opens the door. It's a beginning point on the path to change. In essence, you are saying to your subconscious mind, I'm taking responsibility. I am aware that there is something I can do to change. When I talk about doing affirmations, I mean consciously choosing words that will either help eliminate something from your life or help create something new in your life. Affirmations are like seeds planted in soil. Poor soil, poor grows. Rich soil, abundant grows. The more you choose to think thoughts that make you feel good, the quicker the affirmations work. The affirmation for this week is, the universe is lining everything up for me to attract my ideal new home. Or uh, if you are not in... uh, in the situation yet that you are moving or thinking of homes, then might be something that comes up after we talk today with our guest. So um, I like to talk first a little bit about what I do. This talk show is for unique women who dream to retire soon blissfully. If this is what you are dreaming about, then you are at the right place. Because I am a retirement coach and I help women that are ready to retire or that had to retire because of the COVID-19 situation and they were laid off to find purpose, meaning and a joyful next chapter in their life. 
So I help them design that, how their lifestyle can be, the things that are changing. If that is a situation that you are in, then feel free to reach out to me either by uh, emailing me or uh, by con contacting me through one of the banners that is on my host page. I would love to um, talk with you about retiring. And today I have a very important topic that will affect a lot of your retirement, how you will experience your retirement. Because where you live is probably one of the key factors in how you will experience your life. So today I am welcoming my guest speaker, Tomisa Leiden. Tomisa, hello. Welcome to the show. Hello and thank you. I'm so glad that you have time to talk with us about this important topic that has a big impact on how people will experience so many possibilities, so many options. But before I want to go in questions and talking with you, I wanted to quickly do uh, a short bio. So Tumisa Leiden is a best-selling author of Smart Living for Seniors, How to Make the Best of the Rest. She is a concierge realtor with Remax Excalibur. She is the CEO of Leiden Senior Pathways, and she is an award-winning speaker on senior real estate, relocation, and resizing at NASDAQ, the Harvard Club of Boston, Carnegie Hall, Mercedes-Benz, West Point, and on all kinds of television news and talk shows. Vanessa Leiden, a real estate specialist for seniors and resize experts, provides comprehensive one-stop relocation strategic planning, move management, and real estate services for seniors over 55 in the process of smart sizing to enjoy the next chapter of their life. Oh, I think you have a lot of experience talking about real estate and especially for seniors, for people that are maybe not yet considering themselves to be senior, uh, but who might have to start thinking about that. Um, as a real estate agent, but, um, how did you choose to focus on the senior living aspect of housing? Well, Maria, first I'd like to say you have the perfect um, affirmation today that you put out to the universe of uh, what housing you expect or want to live in in the future doesn't mean it has to be today or tomorrow. It means that you're putting it out there in the universe. And many times, because of why I do what I do, 
I encourage people to start thinking about how they see themselves living in the next 10, 20, or even 30 years. So putting out to the universe that type of housing you see yourself in, and we'll review some of the different options that are available, um, probably more to come in the next uh, 20, 30 years. However, that is um, never, it's never too early to start projecting that, putting out to the universe that, that desired living space will be coming to you when it is right for you. So that's a great, great affirmation you put out there today. And I do what I do because my family, I'm a baby boomer that had aging parents that had some afflictions and ailments. And as we know, that generation, the greatest generation, they more or less are very independent. They're going to do it their way. They're going to be in charge to the very end, which is great because we want them to be. They're always going to be our parents and will always be their children. We never yeah. want to reverse the roles, but it's always important to plan ahead for the what ifs and and the uh, emergency situations that could arise so that you don't have a crisis. It's so much easier to avoid a conversation that I always refer to when we were growing up, we had the birds and the bees conversation with our parents, and we didn't like having that conversation either. But when we are the adult children of aging parents, we want to have a conversation with them about how they see themselves living in the next 10, 20, 30 years, so we can help them accommodate that. My family just avoided all the writing on the wall. We kept hearing my parents say, oh, we're fine. Everything's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when your parent tells you that, no matter if you are, what age, no matter what age you are, you always go, okay, mom and dad have always assured me and reassured me, and I'm just going to go with it. So we did. And then there was yeah. a crisis. That crisis could have been avoided, but yeah. that crisis landed my dad in his grave and my mom in memory care. He had wow. health issues and he was trying to do things on his own. And my mom had Alzheimer's and it just worsened during the stress and, you know, all the, uh, the mental, physical, emotional, and financial stress that was involved. Yeah. Just, it was tough on everyone, but someone with yeah. Alzheimer's, it was even tougher. So my yes. mission is to educate baby boomers and their parents so they can enjoy the next living chapter of life. Yes, I, and that's why I think this is such an important topic today. I had similar experience with my parents. My, my dad passed away uh, 10 years ago, and my mom was all by herself, and she didn't want to get out of the house where she had been in living um, for the past 30 years. But I was here in the United States, and she was in the Netherlands, so I couldn't keep up with what was happening. But luckily, I had family members who lived close by and who saw her changing more or less uh, overnight from a person that was able to take care of herself to somebody who needed help and who indeed, just like your, your mom, had uh, signs of Alzheimer. And yeah, 
she fell a few times. So the last time she broke her hip, and that was luckily something that got her out of the house because she didn't want to listen either about moving somewhere else, you know? So sometimes Mm -hmm. you want to talk and you try to, but it's not always that easy to talk to them about that topic. So it is so much easier for a third party, which is what I consider myself the liaison between parents, adult uh, children and their parents, because they'll listen to what the parents will listen to what I have to say when I'm saying the exact same words that the children are saying. But it's just there's just something about human nature um, that says we'll listen to that third party authority. And that's where I'm able to have those conversations and bridge the gap between the the adult children and the kids. But you mentioned the word falling. Falling is the number one accident among seniors, and it's staggering what the statistics show that in um, a 12-month period, one out of two seniors that fall, substantial falls, one of them will pass away and die from their injuries because they start declining health as a matter of that fall within 12 months. So all the living options that are available, the first chain of command would be if you don't have someone to come in and go through your home with you, go through your home and look for all the falling hazards, uneven surfaces, throw rugs, any clutter or stacks or books or piles that you can trip on. And and that is one first step to eliminate having falling hazards. Most states have uh, fire departments will come in and do a free assessment on the safety hazards that might be lurking in your home. So that's an option for seniors to call their local fire department and see if they have someone who'll come out and do that. Okay. Yes, I I, I loved how you talked about that. We are in a family relationship usually, and it's much more difficult uh, to talk to your parents, changing to a different uh, living accommodation. So when I, we're talking mainly to women, uh, what do you think is a great time for women to start thinking about how they want to live in retirement? I am single, so... It, for me, it's just me who has to think about it. But what if you are in a relationship? So what can you say about how, how to prepare so um, you're not getting stuck in this kind of decisions? Mm-hmm. I, too, am single, and I get that lifestyle. Uh, there are those of us that have spouses and partners, and we're going to be moving forward in life with them. And so, therefore, um, considerations have to be taken into place. Sometimes you have to consider, are there health issues? Are there restrictions and limitations physically for the partner or the, you know, one of the parties in the relationship. Um, First and foremost, one of the things I had had been talking to uh, you about, I think we lost connection there, but it was uh, falling hazards. So going through the home that you live in now and, and assessing the home for any kind of falling hazards is one of your best um, uh, elements to moving forward in retired life because you don't want to have a fall. 
And um, what I would consider people to think about is how large is your home? Are you paying property taxes and utilities for extra space and rooms that you never go into except to maybe clean and dust them? You don't have people coming to visit as often as you used to. And or um, do you have a lot of maintenance around the yard in, you know, outside the, the home that cost you a lot of time, effort and, and money, not to mention the energy that you're exerting towards that. So it's taking the time to assess the large high maintenance home and seeing how you can fit yourself, whether you're single or you have a partner, into a smaller, more manageable space that will save you time, effort, energy, and money. And the biggest drawback for that consideration that people have is that they don't want to deal with downsizing their stuff. I call it right. smart sizing because it just feels better when you are doing something smart for yourself. Um, right. Downsizing to me is a negative word and smart sizing is being um, uh, proactive and alert to your well-being and moving in the direction that is the smartest move for you. So Getting past that, we can talk another episode on downsizing and how to how to do it <laughs> smartly and efficiently and without overwhelm. But um, if someone is a single individual, they may want to either move to apartment or condo type living or just a smaller patio home type in, uh, space in their area where they always you know, work and play and, and where their, their amenities are, because that way when you make a transition, you're not making a, a, an overwhelming transition where you now have to find new doctors and grocery stores and, and fitness places or anything like that, and in addition to um, new friends. Um, so kind of stay in your own locale if you can. And there, there are age-restricted communities that are single-family homes where people just have a lot of uh, active lifestyle uh, involvement. There are independent living communities that are more the um, the where you they they either come and buy in type homes um, or lease. And then you have the kind of the group community where they have your meals and they have entertainment for you and they'll drive you back and forth to places. And there's a lot of entertainment and activity, which then people that need to move or progress to assisted living can do so with certain communities. Um, but it's always starting out with the home and the size you live in now. Um, where and how are you best suited physically, financially, and um, where will the next step, maybe in a smaller home, keep you from having to even make a third transition? Many of my clients, I transition um, two to three times. They'll go from a real large home to a smaller home, and then sometimes they'll go into an independent living, and then maybe some of them will go into an assisted living. Not everyone has to do that, and that's not always an option, but there are so many. Um, you can age in place. You can have designers come in, and, and once you, uh, your biggest asset, um, the women, um, partners, or, you know, just single women, the biggest asset is your home. And so the funds from the large home will help you to maybe get a smaller home where you can have yeah. a designer mm -hmm. come in and do age in place uh, type design and remodel. Um, there are um, 
there's co-op housing nowadays. There's shared housing. And, you know, we all remember um, the Golden Girls. Uh, they were kind of before their time. There are a lot of people moving in with friends and sharing expenses. So uh, I don't know if many of your uh, um, listeners uh, remember Alan King, who has a little monologue and a segment. It's so funny. It's called Survived By. And mostly women are outliving their men. So yeah. um, it's a lot of women that are kind of in this position later in life to go, do I want to live alone? Do I want to have a, you know, a roommate? Do I want to share expenses? So there's a lot of opportunity in that. And I think now this day and age, this year, last year rather, that we experienced uh, so much lockdown and staying in home and in place, a lot of us have to consider how lonely was I? Did I like staying totally alone? Did me and my partner, um, spouse, what have you, did we, were we bored stiff or was it great that we still could entertain each other? Um, so that loneliness factor is huge when you're considering your housing options. That's so true. I, I love it uh, how you explained kind of all the options that we have nowadays of indeed staying where we are if the house is uh, or the, um, the home is suitable because not everybody has a house. For me, a house is kind of uh, either a townhouse or a, a single home. A condo is, is already a, um, a size smaller and much more easier to manage because it has usually hardly any maintenance going on or the, um, the building will take care of it most of the time. So it has less um, things to worry about or to, to have to take care of, especially as a single woman uh, that might create some... Um, questions and some uh, work that you are not really want to do anymore when you are getting older, like taking care of the backyard, what I need to do. So I, <laughs> it's, it's definitely something that you need to consider. I think um, now I'm in my 60s, so I can still take care of it. But who knows how I will be 10 years from now. I have friends indeed who are um, six, seven years older and who have that issue, like my mom, who keep falling or stumbling about things. And um, then that might not be the best situation to be in if you have to take care of, of these kinds of things yourself. So I, I liked how you did talk about also how the loneliness of being just by yourself. I have lived by myself all my life. So for me, it's fairly easy to say, okay, I can handle that. But if you are uh, married or living with somebody, then that might be something that you need to consider because uh, it's not said that you both will go at the same time. You know, there might be a situation that one or the other goes uh, sooner and then you end up by yourself. So health and uh, how you uh, interact with other people, uh, are you good by yourself? Like you mentioned, COVID uh, in a way was good to experience how that can be. Um, mm -hmm. 
uh, staying right. home and, and, and not be able to go out and still uh, having to entertain yourself or whoever is listening, uh, living with you. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. because um, I, I, don't al- I always feel like, oh, I'm sorry. I always no, feel like if people start considering the fact that they are going to get older, age is not an option, but getting old is. And I'm yes. 67, and I consider myself a recycled teenager. I act like Ooh. it, and I just <laughs> consider it. Uh, like that. That's my mindset. So it keeps me younger at heart. But no matter what age someone is, especially when they are close to the retirement ages, it is so important to, I always use this uh, acronym, plan. And P is for prepare in advance. Have your facts, your figures, and your documents especially already in place, mainly for your well-being and your families or those that are left behind, the children um, that will be forced to uh, either not be able to help you facilitate what you want if they don't have if you don't have powers of attorney in, in all those legal documents, mm-hmm. L is for let everyone know what you want. Your family, they're not mind readers. They want to know what you see yourself, how you see yourself living, like I've said a couple times, in the next 10, 20, 30 years, and they can help you get there. But if they don't yeah. know how you see yourself living and a crisis happens, you're going to end up with whatever they decide is right for you. Mm, But if they have an indication, then you're a step ahead of getting, no matter what the crisis was that happened, you're a step ahead of getting the best of the best that you can. And A is acknowledging the the safety and security concerns around your home. So again, it's the falling hazards, it's uneven surfaces, it's stairs, it's uh, clutter, it's stacks, it's boxes, anything that could cause you to fall or be unsafe. You need to consider, reconsider where you're living or what you need to modify or remodel. And then in is just never, ever, ever give up that youthful heart and mind because that keeps you, the mindset is, is huge in moving forward in this chapter of life. Oh, and that is so true. That is uh, a big part why I'm doing these radio shows to help uh, women see, hey, your next chapter in life, retirement, it has that bad connotation from way, way, way back when uh, we were not uh, having those living circumstances that would let us live until we are 85, 90 years old. So you still can have another 20 or 30 years to live once you retire from your, your job. And it's not said that everybody will be just sitting home and relaxing. And that is what um, many people think that's all you're going to do. And that seems boring. But there's a lot of Boring. us <laughs> who are really active people and who want to do something and who are not yet ready to sit somewhere and uh, read a book or uh, um, do card games. Um, so right. for that time, I, I want to uh, let, let women know, hey, uh, there's something else out there that you maybe want to do. But that's not our topic today. So 
I, uh, I think, um, yes. Uh, so I'm glad that you brought that up, your acronym for PLAN. I like that. It's, 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 it's uh, something that we really need to uh, be aware of, the, that it's not something, especially while we are single, and, and so it comes up in my mind sometimes that I need to talk about these things and that I'll need to let somebody know. Uh, what I really want to do, but being by myself, it's not some uh, always that easy when I think about it to let somebody know. So um, mm -hmm. yeah, that's that's the problem more or less. It so is there. It's so important. It's so important to do that. And I tell you, the best thing we can leave our kids is to have our lives prepared and our our junk sorted through, and everything in place for them so they're not left with trying to figure out what to do with this that or the other or get us you know relo you know relocated if it's just a crisis uh but if it's a death um don't leave your kids to sort through all your stuff and once you sort through all your stuff you're probably going to realize you don't need that big space anymore anyway so just Think about putting it out to the universe like you started the show with the um the um uh, the, putting out to the universe that you um, want that right-sized home to come at the right time and start preparing for it early, and you'll see how simple it can be in the long run. But um, it's the best thing we can do for our kids is to share with them what we want and be ready for when something happens that we don't want. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yes, and, but sometimes it's difficult now to start thinking already about that, but nobody knows when that day comes. So uh, I have started to declutter my house and my paper stuff and all that kind of things. So uh, I want to be kind of prepared and uh, with talking with you and other guests, experts on this topic, it opened up my mind that I need to be, like you mentioned, proactive in getting uh, ready for whatever happens in the future. I want to make right. a break right now for our listeners so they can get a sip of water or whatever they want to do. And I hope they are enjoying our conversation so far. And we will be back in a few minutes again to talk about this all-important topic on how your living accommodation affects your lifestyle and how you experience your next chapter in life. See you in a few minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive lightworker healing protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. 
Our weekly webinars feature the creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Are you dreaming about blissful retirement? Retirement could mean living another 30 years past the last day of work. Many women worry about retirement and financial security more than many other aspects of their career. Join Maria Lucasen for Women Seeking Blissful Retirement. This show will answer questions about resources, ideas, and assurances about life in retirement. Join in on the conversations Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Women Seeking Blissful Retirement. To reach Maria Lucasen, her guest, or the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, please send to Maria at marialucasenhq.com. Now, back to Women Seeking Blissful Retirement. Um, okay, uh, welcome uh, back, ladies. I hope you enjoyed the show so far. And please, if you like the show and you're listening on one of the big podcast channels like iTunes or iHeartRadio, to mark the show with a five-star review so that other people can find it as well. Also, I love to get your questions and read your comments. So feel free to email me at maria at marialucasenhq.com and I can answer your questions in the next episode. So and now I will go back to my guest for today, Tumisa Leiden, and we're going to dive in on uh, the next part of our conversation. And I wanted to ask her, um, Vanessa, uh, Tomasa, have you seen changes over the years since you started doing this when your parents were uh, seniors? And how about the baby boomer seniors now? Do they have different expectations, different requirements? Are there any trends in, say, um, services, in uh, technical aspects, or geographical conditions? I don't know. Uh, do you see any trends? So, yes, as I mentioned already, uh, housing is a big topic for anyone that uh, is getting ready to retire. And my guest to Misa Leiden, she has a lot of experience on this topic. And I wanted to find out what retirees, what the baby boomers are in different generations as her parents when they were looking for accommodation. If she has seen any differences there, any changes, any trends that uh, you noticed to Misa about this. So if you are looking for affordable housing in retirement, there's a couple of things that I can come up with that you might want to look at before you make any decisions. And like Tomisa mentioned already, big time, big is if you can 
start looking into this topic before you actually retire. And also not just look into it, but take action if you want to move from a bigger house into a smaller one or into a different geographical area because uh, the housing is easier. There might be a different temperature, different climate there. If you are now up in the northern states of America, you will have all the seasons and you're shuffling snow. But if you think, okay, when I retire, I want to be somewhere where I don't have to do that, then maybe you have to move south. And I don't know how far south you would like to move or have to move to have a real nice winter that you don't need to shuffle anymore. But it's something you should consider or think of when you are looking in where do I want to live when I retire. So as uh, Tumisa mentioned already, uh, a big part of deciding is looking at what do you want? Uh, because that affects on a lot of things in the house. Uh, if you can stay where you are, you need to, uh, and you have a house, you need to be able to take care of the maintenance and all that kind of things. And if you are um, not anymore taking uh, so active in your social life, then you might want to move to an, uh, a place that has a um, uh, less uh, things for you to take care of. Because uh, your needs in the future will differ of what your needs are nowadays. And that's something that's sometimes hard to understand, that uh, when you are in your 50s and 60s, you still feel really good. Okay, you can do a lot of things uh, still because you feel active, but there might be a time coming up and nobody knows uh, if that is in 10 years or in 20 years time that you are looking for uh, other housing facilities. So it's good to balance your priorities of comfort today with practicalities of aging over time. And um, Timisa, she, I was trying to find out if Tumisa had seen any changes in how seniors are looking at the housing situation now compared to when her parents uh, 10, 15 years ago were taking that step. Yes, uh, there are changes in uh, how it's being perceived and um, implemented in uh, our baby boomers are feeling the pains of how they had to struggle in some cases with their parents in larger homes and not wanting to downsize and not wanting to turn over anything to the kids. So they, the baby boomers, are a little bit more proactive in being prepared and using that plan to get out of those large homes and get into smaller spaces where they can disperse the heirlooms or the giveaways or the family um, furnishings and different things that they know they wanted to give to different children or different relatives. So they're planning ahead for that so that they're freed up to enjoy 
that they may want to travel more. They may want to play more games and have more activities instead of being tied down to working constantly for a home. They may want to visit the grandkids more often. So I'm seeing the baby boomers kind of jumping forward and being proactive and doing what is best for themselves now for safety, social environments, plus being able to um, know that they're leaving everything just right and okay for their kids. In about the year 2027, I think we're going to have a glut. In that 25 to 27, we're going to have a glut of large, large high-maintenance homes because that age bracket of individual that didn't make adjustments now um, is either going to you know, have to be, you know, taken to uh, assisted living. They may pass away. They may move in with their family. But those homes are going to be so plentiful that the value that they're hanging on to now may not be there because when, you know, have supply and demand kind of dictates the price of, of homes. So if your viewers are in a big home right now, they might start considering that for sure, whether they, you know, have physical issues and don't care about the time, effort, and energy that it takes to maintain that home, they might think about the future of getting supply and demand on their side and and look into selling those larger homes before there's a glut of them on the market. <laughs> so that's yes. the changes I'm seeing and um, you know working towards with my seniors when I educate them. Right. And indeed, um, our generation still is a gener generation who have children if they were married mm -hmm. and who indeed went for the bigger homes. I think the generations after us and definitely the millenniums, they probably are not going to go for those big houses anymore as what we did. No. But yes, to make right. the, the change now is, is a smart choice that I think is it's, it's a good choice to make. So how can women avoid to make the wrong choice? Do you have any tips? Oh, I, I think first you have to have uh, people make when they, they are choosing where to live in the next chapter. Mm -hmm. I, th I think first of all, you have to get your facts and figures. You need to know what you need and what your health issues could be. If you have physical uh, issues, you need to take those into consideration first. You need to take your figures, which means your funds, your assets, and see where uh, and what type of style of living that will afford you. And then you need to go with your heart and your passion to what makes you feel good. Because um, W.C. Fields once said, um, our, our homes express how we feel. And he said, we shape our buildings and then our buildings shape us. So wow. how your home makes you feel is important. So think about how the home you're in now makes you feel. What kind of shape are you in at the end of each day? Scan your environment and be aware, be very aware if it's safe and it's social enough for you. Do you feel lonely? And has your mood been shaped to anything less than joyful? And 
are you having fun? Because my motto in life is, if it's not fun, I'm done. And so there's no sense eliminating fun from our lives at this time in our lives. Because, you know, many people say we only live once, and that's, you know, relative to whatever someone's beliefs are. But basically, as this soul and this being, we live once. And so we need to have fun and make it the best of the rest. Exactly. Oh, I love that. Um, how you say that um, it's, we have worked all our lives, uh, most of us at least once we retire, and we are in a way ready to do something else. And we should not worry anymore about things. So the financial aspects, of course, is a big thing. Uh, but there's other areas in your life that will affect your daily uh, happiness, uh, how you feel, um, what you're doing, and, and your home. Because when you are uh, retired, you will be more at home. So you will have to enjoy more of what you, you, what you have, where you are living. And if at the end of the day, if you're not really feeling happy, content, um, blissful, because that's my word, uh, then, um, mm -hmm. of course, it, it's, uh, it's a, a kind of a sad situation. And um, I hope with our conversation today, we are inspiring um, women who are at the same age as us, or a, a little bit younger, older, whatever, and who uh, still have to make that adjustment in their life from a big house to a smaller house or to something completely different of living with girlfriends somewhere or getting an RV or whatever it is that they are dreaming of to, to do. Um, yes, that's really what, what I would, would love to uh, let our mm -hmm. uh, listeners know. So you, I, I heard you mentioning it before. You said, Minds oh, over aging. Oh. oh, yes. Okay. You, youthful minds over aging. Youthful minds over that. aging matters is is my tagline because first of all, you have to keep a youthful mindset because. I, I mentioned this earlier, aging is not an option, but getting old yeah. is, and that's in mind and heart. And we just have to keep the youthful minds about our aging matters, but then there are matters to tend to as we age. So that's kind of a double entendre, if you will, that you keep in mind um, both of those things. It's matter within your heart and soul, and it's matters that you have to tend to, like your documents and planning ahead and that type of thing. So it just keeps you on task. <laughs> and happiness is an inside job. When you were talking about happiness, that's an inside job. The outside job is doing all the things that it's going to take to have in place so that happiness can grow. Excellent, excellent, nice, nice, nice. And I believe you have written, well, I, I know you have because I mentioned it in the bio, a book about uh, smart living for seniors. Do you talk about these things that we just uh, talked about, discussed and uh, in, in your book? Is that something um, that yeah. they can, yeah. uh, that That's, our listeners a, can read up on? 
simple read book. It talks about, tells my story and why I do what I do. But it goes through, I actually had legal um, elder law attorney, a financial wealth advisor, a designer, a health and wellness uh, expert, um, and um, an a psychologist write chapters in it that kind of gave their perspective for the readers to just you know, just give them a brief overview of what, especially the elder law attorneys. Um, attorneys are one thing, but elder law attorneys are an entire different thing. And so there's a chapter in there that, that can help you know who, what type of attorney you need to get and what they cover and will uh, enable you to move forward with all your plans. The, it also talks about fun sizing. It talks about keeping a positive attitude. There's, there are several chapters on how to make downsizing and, and uh, decluttering fun and make a game with it. And it's a real easy read. Um, so I would like, because I appreciate you inviting me to speak on your show today, I would like to offer your audience and your listeners a free copy, PDF copy of the book. And if they would want to text the word SMART, S-M-A-R-T, uh, I'll give you a phone number. They can text the word SMART and they'll get a PDF copy of the book. Oh, wow. Because I was just going to ask, uh, hey, uh, it's it's on Amazon uh, for sure. Uh, and, and, and probably most of the uh, book uh, shops will have it as well. Maybe it's in the library. I was just going to recommend it because I, mm -hmm. I love it that you included chapters written by um, elder law attorneys and um, healthcare uh, specialists, because it's 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 all part of of our life once we start becoming a senior. So I, I think it's an awesome book, and I wanted to get it. But yeah, if you have a PDF, mm -hmm. that's cool. So yeah, yes, if, give us if the you number. Guys, if if you'll put this number out there somewhere, or your website, or just announce it, it's six zero two. Yeah. Four five six. Yeah. One nine seven six. Okay. And I'll repeat so, it. Six yeah. zero two four five six one nine seven six. Cool. And they just text the word smart, S M A R T, and they should get that book um, texted right to them so they can download it. Awesome. Awesome. I thank you so much to Misa to be on this radio episode today. It, um, it was amazing to hear what our options are and why we have to start thinking about this part of our next chapter now and not wait until we have to decide uh, because of a um, medical emergency or uh, something else that happens. So I thank you for being on the show. Um, I, I know our, our listeners will have uh, got a lot of information out of it today. Thank you. And, and Maria, thank you. It was my pleasure. And I would just like to end with saying the options are limited the longer you wait. So exactly. when you want all the options and all the smorgasbord to choose from that's best for you and your life, start earlier, start sooner than later. 
Exactly. And thank you I for agree totally. inviting me today. Yes, thanks. Okay, I'm going to finish up the show. As always, I have a quote. And the quote for today is, cleaning out the past, packing up the present, and preparing for a much better future. It's unknown who said that, but I like it a lot. Because um, in a way, yes, we are at the time in our lives that indeed can say, okay, we're decluttering. We are cleaning out the past. We are throwing away things that we were happy with or used at one time in our life, but not anymore. And if you want to move, have to move, then you're packing up your present, but your future will be blissful. So in closing today, I have to tell you that I'm going to take a hiatus for a few months of doing the radio show because I'm doing a different project uh, where I'm very excited about. I am doing a virtual summit, which is called Secrets to Blissful Retirement. It will take place in February, uh, from February 15 to 28, in my Facebook group, which has the same name as the show, Women Seeking Blissful Retirement. So if you want to listen to 20-something experts on this topic, then join my Facebook group. I am also doing their workshops. I'm doing Facebook Lives on all kinds of topics. Actually, tomorrow morning at 12 o'clock Eastern Time, I'm doing a workshop on goal setting. So if you want to hear more from, from me in the next few months until I'm back, then join my Facebook group, Women Seeking Blissful Retirement. I thank all the listeners to be on this show, and I hope you enjoyed our topic. I know I will be back because there is so much more that I want to talk about with other experts. So stay tuned to find out when I will be back. And otherwise, please, please, please join my Facebook group, Women Seeking Blissful Retirement. Take care and have a lovely weekend. Bye for now. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Women Seeking Blissful Retirement. Your host, Maria Lukasen, will return with another show next Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Together, we'll help you enjoy better retirement.